Minnesota. Sports talk, that is. The big, smooth Vince Wright coming to you live with Sports Done Right. Keep it locked. It's about time you got it right. Up next, it's your boy, the big, smooth Vince Wright, broadcasting live from the Sportstacular Governor's Mansion, the governor of sports talk, that is, and he's got your ticket to all the latest sports-related news, events, and hot topics. Are you ready to get it right? Sports Done Right, up next. Hey, what's up, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor, coming to you live in a couple minutes. Getting them notifications sent out. It takes a minute. We'll be right back with Sports Done Right, live from the Twin Cities, Minneapolis-St. Paul, baby.
All right, almost ready to get started. A couple more minutes here. We'll be right back. Sports done right. Keep it tuned. situation room of his lakefront chateau he's bringing a little color to the voice of minnesota sports talk and worldwide his mama calls him vince but you can call him governor and by way of executive order he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right Oh, indeed. What is up, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor, back at it live and direct, coming to you from the wonderful state of Minnesota on a, say it with me finally, folks, on what feels like a beautiful summer's night up here in the great Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul, 85 degrees yesterday, 
A little, little chillier today, probably right around 70 or so. Got a nice walk in after some appointments today and enjoying life, man. But uh, lots of stuff going on here in the Twin Cities. Going to be a lot of Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota sports today. The the Timberwolves, we really got to talk about the Timberwolves and what they're going to be looking to do. The Twins suck. Uh, Gophers got some real bad news for the basketball team today. Um, I mean, we're like Schlepprock up here, man. It just never seems to get better. Um, with that being said, the Wild are out of the uh, hockey playoffs. And the Vikings, well, the Vikings had an okay draft. So we'll get into that as well. Uh, we'll talk about some other things. Got some early folks here in the chat room. Let me say what up to Sluggo first in the house. Want to say what up to my main man, Big Sluggo. Georgia State alumnus. Also a proud vet of the United States Army, if I remember correctly. Sir, thank you for your service. DJ Knox. Both of these guys at Squad Affiliates as well. At SquadAffiliates.com where you can find our show along with Spreaker.com. Angry Black Man, what is up, sir? Thank you for joining us as well. The lovely Thorny Switch has joined us as well. University of Georgia alum in the Spreaker.com chat room. Hit me up on Twitter, direct message. Big Mike out of Eden Prairie, always listening. Appreciate you, Mike, out there in one of the western suburbs here of Minneapolis. Thanks for hanging out, man. We also have the lovely Tina joining us as well, Tina up in uh, Lionel Lakes. All right, perfect. Nice. So we're popping 651-968-0124 is the chat number. Um, lots of stuff to get into tonight. Cleveland is trailing Toronto as we speak, 46-39. Is this going to be the Kings' last run again down in Cleveland? Can Toronto finally prove that they belong? You know, they, they've been a, a real nice team up there north of the border for a quick minute, but just ain't never really been able to seem to do anything. Um, is this the year? We're in the semifinals. Let's see what they can do. Got a, They're off to a great start tonight at home in the Air Canada Center. Timberwolves, like we said, they got a lot of stuff to figure out. D. Rose, Coach Tibbs, Cat, Wiggins. We're going to get into all kinds of stuff. We're going to have some nice music, as we always do on the show as well. And um, again, I am Vince Wright, sports governor, great state of Minnesota. You can find the show Tuesday nights, usually 7.30 p.m. Central time is when we like to get off. Um, make sure you go to Spreaker.com, create a very quick account. And make sure you follow us on Spreaker.com. Just search Vince Wright or Sports Done Right. That'll bring you to my page. And if you follow us, you, you know, you get the electronic notifications every time one of my shows goes live. And I also do the Sports and More show with Reggie Lawrence, gentleman out of uh, Michigan. And I also do the Vince Wright's music show, you know. Just need a little something else to do. Big Ben Suddeth in the house, man. One of the great hosts, X-Squad Affiliates. Um, again, uh, my podcast family, the X-Squad Affiliates, xsquadaffiliates.com. Big Ben has a phenomenal show called the BS3 Sports Report out of Dallas, Texas. Uh, or excuse me, BS3 Sports and Music. He's got all kinds of great guests. 
um, you know, all kinds of authors, sports authors, um, a lot of uh, Christian hip hop artists, uh, which has been real nice to hear. So keep doing what you're doing, Ben. Uh, appreciate you tuning in tonight. And of course, the very lovely, and again, that Avi in the Spreaker.com chat room here, the lovely Shelly B has joined us as well. So with that being said, let's get into a little edition of Sports Done Right on another Tuesday night. I'll keep you tuned in there again. Uh, Cleveland's starting to close the gap a little bit. They've cut the lead down to seven here at about four minutes left in the second quarter. This is going to be a real good game tonight here. Uh, Minnesota Twins. They were up to nothing on Toronto. Speaking of Toronto, the Blue Jays are in town here locally. Uh, now, not a lot of people out at the old ballpark from the looks on uh, the Govs monitor here tonight. Target field looks pretty barren for, I think people were scared off uh, at the possibility of rain, but nice night here in the Twin Cities. It's cloudy now after a summer, yeah, like I said, a summery, sunny, windy day, but the Twins are up and threatening more runs with runners on first and third. All right, let's get down to business. Let's get into it. Um, NBA talk, and I'll tie this around the Timberwolves here. Um, we got games tonight. The late game is uh, New Orleans at Golden State and the return, the return of Mr. Curry himself. So very excited to watch that game on TNT, 930 Eastern time. We're obviously right after this game here. Does uh, New Orleans have a chance, people? They've been playing real nice ball, but can the Brow take it to the world champions? Um, in the end, I, I don't think so, but I, I think they can definitely make it very, very, very interesting here in the uh, Western Conference semifinals. Um, you know, if you're a Pelicans fan, you got to be feeling real good about where your squad's headed. But, you know, Golden State's Golden State. And I think, um, as uh, Ben just said here in our chat room, nope. Um I agree, Ben. I, I just I don't see it right now. I, I love the traje- trajectory that New Orleans is on as a, a franchise. Um, love how the city's gotten behind their squad down there, but it is not going to happen here. Golden State obviously is already up one game to nil, as we like to say in the soccer world. But no, it ain't happening. But uh, props to him for getting here, man. Uh, nobody, I don't think, would have put New Orleans in the semifinals at the beginning of the season. A few people may have, but, you know, honestly, I thought, you know, when the season started, maybe our beloved Timberwolves may slide up in there. But, no, that ain't happening. Shelly B talking about King James. Shelly, you, you are a King James fan, aren't you? All right, folks, again, Sports Done Right, here's the podcast. You can follow me, Vince Wright, on Facebook, Sports Done Right, W-R-I-G-H-T. Twitter, you can hit me up, at the Big Smooth one That's the number one after the Big Smooth. Um, Instagram, Sports Done Right. Make sure you're checking us all out. Big Ben says, yeah, too tough of a matchup. Yeah, I'm not going to break down all the matchups there. So um, I got some Timberwolves stuff here, but I agree. Uh, Golden State in the end is just too strong. And long as Curry doesn't re-injure, re-aggravate his injury, they're going to be just fine. So the Timberwolves, as we know, they go down four games to one to the Houston Rockets. 
Um, Houston obviously just completely overmatched our, our Timberwolves here. So um, as we talk about our Timberwolves here, fans, again, Vince Wright, the sports governor, sports done right is the show. A few questions we have to ask. Do we sign Derrick Rose? Do we pursue him? What about trading Andrew Wiggins? Now, a few weeks ago and months ago, obviously this would not have been heard of, my people. But it has been real interesting that I think the flow of the crowd here and the flow of this city and the fans here are more open than ever right now to listening to possibly putting together some type of trade for Wiggins, obviously depending on who. Um, Kawhi Leonard is is obviously the big name being tossed around here in the Twin Cities, but, you know, I digress. I don't know the numbers, all this other stuff. I'm going to do my research and, and get back on that. Cat, um, Carl Anthony Towns, he's got a man up, got to grow up here. And then we're going to talk about Coach Tibbs. Um, kind of the backlash of the fans that have, have turned on Coach Thibodeau and also his role, because folks may not know, he is not only the head coach up here, he is also the president of basketball operations. ABM, angry black man in the chat room. Timberwolves need to lock, lock to move Butler, or look, uh, excuse me, look to move Butler or Wiggins. They do not fit together. You just hit the nail on the head, homie. You just hit it on the head. Let's talk about Mr. Wiggins. Great dude. My my daughter and son and wife ran into him at the mall. He stopped. He took pictures a few years ago when he first got drafted here. Nice dude. Nice upbringing. Uh, Canadian. All that stuff. We get that. But that's, I think, folks, really what you're going to get. And, uh, you know, it's kind of funny as I got the, the Minnesota Twins game here and we talk about Joe Maurer and how he's not really that vocal leader for the Minnesota Twins. That's what you got with Andrew Wiggins. He is not going to be that vocal rah-rah in your face. You know, uh, Cedric Cornbread Maxwell back in the day for the Celtics type of inspirational leader on your on your bench and for your team. He is a tremendous offensive talent. He can hit streaks where he's putting up points. He can slash to the basket. He is a highlight real dunker. We got all that. But the Gov now for going on two seasons has been getting on you or getting on him about his defense as well as Carl Anthony Towns. Maybe some signs of minor improvement this season at times, but it was not consistent and not in the playoffs. And I think that the the fans, because of the demeanor of Andrew Wiggins, who is just really kind of a ho-hum, you know, for the locals, again, that Joe Maurer type of of demeanor, man, they want to see more emotion. They want to see some, you know, some, some blood and guts on the floor. And that hasn't been Andrew Wiggins. So I... I think you got to listen to any offers. You, you know, Look, anybody is expendable. The Edmonton Oilers traded Wayne Gretzky. You know, I mean, nobody is, is you know, totally untradeable. But I think Angry, uh, Angry here has hit on something because 
the other thing now is Jimmy Butler did an interview a few days ago talking about how he, eh, you know, only wouldn't mind possibly winding up back in Chicago to finish out his career. So now is Jimmy Butler leaving? (laughs) I mean, we got all kinds of stuff breaking here in the Twin Cities. And it just goes to show you, man, the Minnesota sports fan just really, as they always feel, can't catch a break. Because now that rumor's starting to get some traction. People talking about that at the sports bar and around the water cooler. Hey, man, can Jimmy Buckets be out of here too? I don't know. I do not know. But to lose... Jimmy Butler, when Jimmy Butler is basically your your identity, would just be a huge, huge blunder on my part, or, or on the Minnesota Timberwolves part, in my opinion. Angry Black says, Wiggins has the ability to be an elite two-way player. Something is missing with him, and again... Props to Mr. ABM, Angry Black Man, in our chat room because he is right. I don't, and that's what everybody's been trying to figure out up here in the Twin Cities. Lisa joins us from Cottage Grove. Tom from South Minneapolis over in the Longfellow neighborhood on Twitter here. Hit direct message. Great show. Just stumbled upon your podcast. I'll be listening again. Question about Wiggins. Why can't the dude display a killer instinct and, and just show us that that he's into the game? Well, uh, I don't know. I think people are who they are. And, you know, uh, Tom, I was just talking about Joe Maurer with our beloved twins. While Joe Maurer is a borderline baseball Hall of Famer, you know, uh, life probably going to be a lifetime 300 hitter. You know, he's got the three, four batting titles, so on and so forth. But just, he's not that rah, rah guy in your face. He's not, and neither is Wiggins as BS three sports and music says here, that's been out of Dallas, Texas. And, um, he says, I think Wiggins is the odd man out. And you know, that's what I'm saying. We never would have thought this been just a few months ago. We never would have thought that we'd be talking about a possible um, you know, trade of Andrew Wiggins or, or whatever this may play out. Now, I'm not, we're a long way from that, but I'm just saying the rumblings are started. Very disappointing uh, playoff performance, and people just, you know, they, they, he's a hard dude, a hard nut to crack, as they say, homie. I like the guy, uh, you know, like I said, I love his offensive game. But when you get to the playoffs, you got to find that 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 next step, that extra energy level. Um, um, you know, you got to play with the vengeance because, you know, you lose and you're done. And hopefully him and uh, Kat and the rest of this team has learned that. But, you know, Derek Rose. You know, let's transition to him. Derek Rose, do you sign him? Do you pursue a contract next year for D. Rose? Because Derek Rose was the only one, you know, besides Butler to some degree that showed any real heart in this series with Houston. 
Again, Sports Done Right, Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor of Minnesota. Talking about our beloved Timberwolves, Tom chirps back in. I am intrigued at the possibility of signing D. Rose for the right price. And again, what is that price? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, that's it. Also, can Derrick Rose give you 82 games? Probably not. We don't, but do you need him to? That's the other thing. How is he used? And when I say 82 games, I mean, can he last a season? And that is obviously a huge, huge question. Jelani Bodie, the Wait a Minute show is his show. Again, xsquadaffiliate.com. Make sure you check out the website. A lot of great shows over on the the network there. Big things coming. Um, A lot of new changes, new looks coming to the X squad. So make sure you check us out. And again, uh, Spreaker.com as well. Angry Black Man says, you sign Rose if he is willing to be a bench player. He is no longer an NBA starting point guard. Maybe in Detroit he could be. Uh, <laughs> Jelani, a shot at Jelani. Jelani's a uh, Michigan guy, so he is a fan of pretty much everything Michigan. Miss Girly Girl joining us. Make sure you check her out after my show on, again, the network. Tasty Talk Tuesdays. Uh, her and her main man, Mandelion. Uh, this is a relationship show, so you definitely want to make sure you got the kids put uh, um, put them away, put them to sleep. The curtains are drawn, and I, I don't make sure the kids are asleep. You know what? Even though it's Tuesday night, crack a little bottle of wine. Just have one glass and check out Tasty Talk Tuesday. Like I said, we're doing big things here at the X Squad. All right, y'all, let's get back to it. So, yeah, D. Rose, sign him, get him for the right price. I think Derrick Rose understands he's a uh, a role player, a bench player. I think he realizes that he is not necessarily a starter on this team. Is he willing to, to play that role? He won me over, and I think he won a lot of the Wolves Nation over. To be perfectly honest with you folks, the way he played in the playoffs, phenomenal. I was at game four. Um. Uh, very impressed crowd loved it when he came in you know tons of standing ovations they appreciated the effort of Derek Rose and I hope some of that is rubbed off on Wiggins and and Carl Anthony and and some of these other players um, and Jelani responding to angry he says maybe Derek can go to Miami and replace D Wade and be the new injured player come on y'all be nice be nice now This is a podcast. So the Timberwolves also need to be very active in the off season. It's look, they, they, they have to keep going. They, they got to do whatever they got to do to make this team better and, and get to a deep run. I think they're committed to that. I think uh, it's going to be very interesting. Thibodeau now as the the vice president of basketball operations and as we see him in his front office role to see what he tries to pull off. Um, It's going to be very interesting. I I will definitely say that. It is going to be very, very interesting to see what these Wolves do. Um, Glenn Taylor has really upped his level of expectations 
in terms of what he expects of his franchise. That's the owner of the Timberwolves, for those that don't know. Uh, Tyus Jones, I, in my opinion, continued to improve this season. Um, but props to the former Gopher, who I, I really didn't think would be... Um, I thought he'd be really kind of a one and done, not because he's a Duke player, just because I wasn't sure of uh, his body type, his height, but he he's really done a great job there. So props to him. Jelani, we uh, appreciate you. Hope you will be back. He says, I'll be back, folks. <laughs> Ring the bell because ABM is done. Absolutely. Uh, Thibodeau. You know, he likes players out there running on the wings and um, he likes players that can play, uh, be very versatile, so to speak. You know, maybe play multiple positions. Um, Those are the type of players we're going to have to find. June 21st is the draft. Timberwolves have the 20th overall pick. Let's see if they trade higher. Um, We'll be uh, really evaluating here um, some of these uh, college players over the next few weeks. And we'll see what happens with them there. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns needs to grow a pair of man up. You know, he, you know, have you ever been, and fellas that know what I'm talking about out there. Have you ever been punked, homies? Have you been on the, have you ever just been punked by the bully in school or wherever, on the playground, at recess, whatever? That's what happened to Carl Anthony Towns in this series. He got punked. He got pushed around. He got bullied. And Carl Anthony, and I know, you know, being a bully is is on the outs, but it's like Chris Rock in his Netflix special talked about the bullies and, and this election and Donald Trump. And I'm not trying to get political by any means, but I just thought it was a funny line because, you know, he talked, Chris Rock talked about, he uh he was sitting at the school orientation for his daughter, I assume some some private school or whatever. And they talked about we don't have any bullies here. And he's like, I felt like taking my daughter out of the school right then and there. The world needs bullies. The world needs to let you know that you are not special. Uh the world needs to let you know that you know you gotta earn things, this, that, so on, so forth. And then he used the twenty, uh, the last presidential election, excuse me, the the twenty sixteen election as an example. He said, "People call Trump as a bully. Trump was a bully. He bullied his way onto the scene. A real bully showed up, and nobody knew how to handle the bully because we took the bullies out of school. So when a, a real bully showed up, nobody knew how to handle him. Okay. Carl Anthony Towns needs to grow a pair." He needs the man up, and I don't have confidence he will. You cannot be a seven-footer out there playing on the three-point line. I realize that Cat has made um, a fair share of three-pointers and, and at times has had a nice touch from the outside. But let me tell you, you got to get down in that post and establish yourself, man. And he... He was getting pushed around, and when he was trying to establish himself, he was working his butt off down there because he had to. He's got to get better at that. So maybe there's another uh, possible big man in the future here. Um, Jimmy Butler, we talked about. Jimmy Butler has been the uh, inspirational leader of the team one over the state, one of the most popular athletes in Minnesota right now. Let's hope we can keep him around. 
because they got to look at uh, getting him extended as well. Timberwolves also. Um, General Manager Scott Layden, he's going to be working with Tibbs as well. Um, he says, and this was from the Pioneer Press, we see the draft as an opportunity to get better, Layden said. If getting better means taking a player that can help us now, certainly we'll do that. But it also gives us an opportunity to get in the game with a valuable pick that we can move potentially for a player or as part of a bigger deal. So, yeah, T-Wolves definitely going to be looking to make something happen because they have to. They have to. And this trade Wiggins thing is going to be very interesting. So the Timberwolves finished their season better than the year before. They broke the 14-year playoff drought. Okay, we're going in the right direction. Target Center was remodeled. And, and by the way, look, I'm, I'm a six foot four, six foot five guy. I'm, I'm a big guy. Those that know me, I'm, I'm a big dude. Looking to slim down, but I'm a big dude. Not impressed with the seats. Now, thank God Angie, the first lady of Minnesota sports, um, she got me an aisle seat. Um, lower bowl, great seats. Nothing wrong with them, but man, there is just no knee room when you are a taller dude. And I thought um, that would be the case with the remodel. But um, do like some of the other aspects of the Target Center. Love how they opened up that main atrium with windows to the outside. Good job there. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll keep an eye on the Timberwolves here. Um, let's do this. Let's get our first break of the night in. Minnesota Twins still up 2 nothing on Toronto. Um, let me get our monitors up here in the uh, situation room. Um, we'll give you updates here. Cleveland. And Toronto, we got Golden State tonight as well against New Orleans. We're going to talk about the Minnesota Twins. We've got some gopher news. And anything else you want to talk about in the chat room, by the way, too, um, also give us a call, 651-968-0124. I'll get that number in our chat, 651-968-0124. And hit up the sports governor. And we'll, we'll, we'll definitely talk about what you want to talk about. Who had the best draft out there? Wasn't the Vikings. Was it the, the Bengals? I heard the Bengals had an all right one. Um, it, it, we'll get into that. We will talk a little bit to these uh, draft experts, the Mel Kuypers of the world and whatnot. Um, again, uh, the, the Lamar Jackson shade that, that he received. Uh, you know, with these people trying to force him to switch positions and then props to Baltimore. And I'm very interested to see because I know he's going to come in working hard and he should be the successor for Joe Flacco. You know, Flacco probably has another couple, two, three years left in him and, you know, maybe sooner than that. But Lamar, um, great, great pickup for Baltimore there at the last pick. Mo Cheese in the house. I want to say what up to you, Mr. Country Roads. Again, check him out on uh, Spreaker.com as well. And um, 
Out west, there he is warming up. Steph Curry taking shots from way beyond the three-point line and, and nailing every single one of them again. So let's get started here. We'll be right back at some commercials, got some music. When we come back, we are going to talk Vikings draft, some other NFL draft news as well. Um, talk about teams that may have had the best te- uh, drafts, the Minnesota Twins and the Golden Gopher basketball team, which took a big shot today as well. So this is Vince Wright, the sports governor. Keep it tuned here. I'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, hear me and hear me good. If you like sports, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. If you like comedy, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. If you like a different opinion coming from a different angle, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. So join me Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your host, Jelani J.B. Bodie. And of course, my man Lopan on the Wait a Minute Show.com. Ain't that right, Lopan? Cruz, actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text DIPLOMA to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop to opt out. That's DIPLOMA to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. So I'm a cat, and I just moved in with this new human, and she's got this little toy she's always playing with, all day long. Tap, 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 bloop, bloop. She can't put it down. There it is. Oh, and get this. She even talks to it. Last week, she asked it for Chinese, and guess what? Egg rolls showed up, like magic. Humans have cool toys. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org.
Oh, yes, indeed, it's fun time, fun time.
pop up in the morning, party ain't over. Baby, don't be acting like I ain't told ya. I ain't told ya. What's up, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor. Oh, we are back. What up, Clay Davis? All right, we are back, folks. Sports Done Right, Tuesday night edition. And man, that song is blowing up. It's a party. Yell, yeah. As Jeff Fox's daughter, a good friend of all of us, uh, sports podcasting host, Jeff out of Miami, Florida, Jeff Fox show. Make sure you're checking him out. He's uh, doing things on not only Fox Sports down there, um, the Sports uh, Brothers, I think it was the show down there, but he's also doing the, the, the uh, Two Live Studios Radio Network with us here. And Jeff is uh, always around. I've talked to Jeff a couple times on the phone. He's always there to kind of lend his advice and and everything so we appreciate what he's doing and his daughter is blowing up and you can get that on itunes and literally i think now with a a new distribution deal in place and uh props to her um yell yeah that's y-e-l-y-a-h songs it's a party and it just, it, it, you know, it was funny because Clay, as the song was ending, I was checking in our Spreaker.com chat room. Clay Davis says that song sounds like old girl from Empire, the, the girl that's messing with, uh, with Hakeem. And it does. I mean, listen, it's, it's, you know, it's got that sound to it. It really does here. You know, that is a very good analogy. Feel like I'm, I, I like it more than empire music but if she does have that sound you know, that is a very good analogy it's a party yell yeah obviously beastie boys before um, one of their classics so um, let's get back to it 
In our chat room, Mochi says, Clay, that's Jeff Fox's daughter. Oh, yeah, Clay, I don't know if you knew or not. Um, that is Jeff Fox's daughter. So, um, you know, all of us hosts and whatnot and people everywhere, actually. I've, I've started handing this song out to friends and telling them to, you know, go support it, get it off iTunes. You know, I think it's only 99 cents. You know, throw a buck in and let's get uh, yell you some love. And, and Jeff Fox, props to him, um, you know, him being a good father and then helping her along and being there to kind of mentor her because, you know, Jeff has a lot of experience uh, dealing with record people and, and media people and things like that. So uh, best to the foxes. Crazy like a fox. I love it. I love it. Uh, we might hit that song one more time before the show's over tonight here um, as well. All right, y'all, uh, real quick here, because the Gov has been really not showing the, the, the twins a, a lot of attention, and I've been called out by some of my local fans here in the Twin Cities. So let's take a minute to talk about these twins, because they, they, they are sucking real bad right now, and on the verge of having the season already be over, and what, we're only, what, not even a quarter of the way in. So Miguel Sano has been placed on the 10-day disabled list. Um, arguably the Twins' best player when healthy and, and, and the potential is there. But, you know, for a 24-year-old, Miguel does not take care of himself. He's uh, rumored to be right around 290 pounds right now. You can't do that. Um, they're bringing infielder uh, Gregorio Petit in to take Sano spot on the roster. But, you know, Sano has, this is the thorn in the side of, of the Twins management. He just, he doesn't take the best care of himself as a professional athlete. Yeah, he he can definitely do some magical things with that baseball bat. But, you know, he's been, you know, kind of lackluster in the field due to the weight issues. And I think the Twins fans are starting to get a little sick and tired now that, you know, we're we're still technically into the what what's the date here today? Let me check here as I've been all over the place here. Okay, May first today. We just got out of April and this guy's already on the ten day disabled list. Again for the third season in a row, by the way. So they're calling it a level one strain. Shouldn't hopefully be a big deal. But with these hamstrings, you never know. See how it goes. Just see how it goes. But again, that's very, very disappointing that, um, you know, even though he was only hitting 213. Five home runs, 14 ribbies in 20 games. Um he also has the highest strikeout ratio in Major League Baseball. Listen to this. He strikes out in 40% of his plate appearances, Twins fans. So that that hurts. That hurts. Kicking it with Kesey in our Spreaker.com chat room. Yo, 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 what's up to you? The digital man, uh, the digital mind behind X-Squad, the, the keeper of the websites and um, helping me come up with some new logos and whatnot. So we'll, we'll speak on that later, Kesey. But thanks for popping in here, brother. I appreciate you. Um, as, uh, he's been dubbed the, the Morehouse man, Mr. Morehouse. One of Morehouse's proud alumni. And big Atlanta fan. 
Uh, hey, uh, Kesey, did you guys uh, re-up on the season tickets down there for your Falcons? TDSS for the Doug Stewart Show, which is uh, Doug Stewart of the world-famous Two Live Stews. We're all kind of fans of of that show that is no longer around. But a lot of us, that's how we met and started this podcasting thing. And um, if you're interested, we uh, had this little celebration in Atlanta every September, honoring Doug Stewart and Ryan Stewart and the Two Live Stews fans and everybody It's called TDSS, The Doug Stewart Show. Doug still does an occasional podcast weekly. Um, He's back in the real world uh, making his way with a real job, but he still finds time to do a weekly podcast. And the fans and all of us, we still like to get together and hang out for a fun weekend down in Atlanta. That weekend, uh, the fourth annual, is going to be September 22nd, 23rd, and 24th, I believe. Uh, Mocha Bella in the chat room. How are you? And just in time, by the way, Mocha is kind of, she's kind of our administrative assistant. She uh, gets a lot of our notifications out and sends things over Twitter and stuff. Um, But Mocha, just make sure I got those dates correct. 22, 23, 24 September down in Atlanta. So that's going to be a lot of fun. 21, 22, and 23, the 21st, 22nd, 23rd. Thank you, Miss Mocha. See, that's why she's there. Thank you so much. Anyway, Mocha out of Miami, Florida, the queen of Miami-Dade. Thank you for joining us. Big Heat fan as well. But just to finish up on these twins here, and obviously I'm going to be keeping an eye on them during the year. Byron Buxton. He, he's still having issues. Um, he's bothered by a uh, fracture in his big left toe. He hasn't played since early April, and um, he'll probably wind up in the minors on the rehab. But it's real interesting because they actually had to dig a hole basically through his toenail to help relieve the pressure. Uh, I, I think, if I remember correctly, he had a foul ball off his toe. Um, Jason Castro... He's been suffering some knee issues. Um, expect to have him back this week. Irvin Santana's recovering from surgery from calcium deposits under his right middle finger <laughs> that he got back in February. Um, he's throwing off the mound, so that's good, according to uh, some news from the MLB.com website. So I don't know, man. It's it's really going to be a, a long, long grind. And there's people already talking about the Twins maybe not even winning 70 games. But the thing about baseball season, we got plenty of time to talk about it. So um, we will move on from uh, the, that. We'll start. Uh, oh, Gopher news. Daniel Oturo, the Gophers' top signee for the Minnesota basketball team, Mr. Basketball, state champion, Creighton Durham Hall High School here in St. Paul, Minnesota. Um, private school. On a last second alley-oop dunk to win the state championship. Well, he suffered a busted up shoulder um, out west playing in one of these kind of all-star tournaments. And he is going to need reconstructive uh, shoulder surgery, folks. Uh, When it rains, it pours sometimes, man, with Minnesota sports and then this gopher program. So our our top recruit is going to be out three to four months. 
if everything goes correctly, if everything progresses good, he will be back and ready to go on time for the season. They are saying right now. Um, I hope so because the Gophers, who should be at least on paper competitive in the Big Ten, especially the Big Ten West, should be able to do something here. It's a Big Ten conference. Uh, may may be some room for some new food for new names up at the top of the list, so to speak. But anyway, I digress. We'll get into more of that later. Lindsay Whalen, again, congratulations to her friend of my sisters. She's going to be coaching the Minnesota Lynx, um, or coaching the Minnesota Lynx. The Minnesota Gopher women's team is who she's going to be coaching while she is playing one last year with the Lynx here. Um, this is going to be interesting, but she's uh, putting together her staff over on campus, and the entire state is in love with Lindsey Whalen, deservedly so. Four-time championship uh, Lynx player. She's won a few gold medals as well. Um, played with my sister at the university, a good friend of my sister. My sister loves this girl and um, uh, took the Gophers to the Final Four. And um, a lot of people are going to definitely be here, so or be here to support her. So congrats to her and JB Bickerstaff. Congrats to JB as well. Um, whoops, having some technical glitches. There we go. All right. I think we are back. Hold on one second. Yes, there we go. So JB Bickerstaff officially named head coach of the Memphis Grizzlies. So congratulations to JB. Did a real good job down in Houston after uh, his mentor, Kevin McHale, was let go. Uh, Former Golden Gopher, um, one of uh, my sister's good friends. I I met JB a couple times over at my parents' house. Seems like a real nice dude, so congrats to him. And uh, we'll see, man. We'll see if Memphis can uh, get back on track here. You know, they were a playoff team just a couple years back. And we will see. Toronto, by the way, is up by 10 here. About three, just under four minutes left in the third quarter. 81-71 over Cleveland. And, you know, that's definitely going to be going down to the wire as well. Um, what else do we got going on here? Uh, Boston Celtics yesterday, 117-101 over Rail Scott's Philadelphia 76ers. Boston coming out, um, just totally shutting down Philly, by the way, and I think sending a very, very clear message um, about, uh, you know, who's the team to beat. Um, Brad Stevens, again, phenomenal job. Kyle Korver with a big uh, shot here. And that was for three. So uh, Toronto with the timeout. Here comes Cleveland, 81-74th. Cuts the lead to six. (laughs) Congrats, says Mo Cheese. All right, so let's uh, move on here. Again, we got a lot of stuff we're getting through here tonight in a short amount of time. Not going to be the full 
usual two-hour show. I don't think tonight. Um, just got to wrap up. We've got some things going on that I got to get to tonight. So uh, let's do this. Let's take our last break of the evening here. And then when I come back, we're going to talk Vikings draft, NFL draft in general. We'll talk about some other teams. Who do you guys think did the best? Um, and also with the draft now complete, how are we feeling about some teams here as well? Uh, a lot of new players are going to be in different, or excuse me, not a, a lot of new faces going to be popping up in um, some different spots. I was reading some articles out of New York about T- Teddy Bridgewater working out there. Again, Lamar Jackson um, is going to get his shot with Baltimore. Not sure. Um, again, you know, Cleveland going with the quarterback. Again, um, we'll see. These, you know, this class of quarterbacks, I've been very critical. Um, I think there's been a lot of false, uh, kind of a lot of BS put out. Again, um, you know, the guy from, from Wyoming. Um, the totally not sold on him at all. Sam Darnold, again, kind of up and down. I just didn't know why these players were being put ahead of Lamar Jackson. I mean, um, you know, Baker Mayfield was really the only one that, you know, you can put up there. But again, it is what it is, man. Lamar's getting his shot as a quarterback with Baltimore. Baker Mayfield is uh, going to wind up with the Cleveland Browns, and they have Tyrod Taylor. So this is already going to be very interesting because everybody knows that. Well, you're you're trying to get you know your draft pick in there to start. What happens though if Tyrod comes out guns blazing and undoing his thing? You know, there's a real opportunity of that happening as well. So. Um, Cleveland is going to be very interesting to keep an eye on as well. Um, the Dallas Cowboys, obviously now, uh, Witten retiring. No Des is, uh, left down there anymore. Uh, so I, like I was saying, man, a lot of things to, uh, really talk about here. And, um, you know, your Minnesota Vikings as well. The Minnesota Vikings with Kirk Cousins in the mix. They've been working out him and uh, all the receivers. But the Vikings didn't, uh, you know, due to a run on offensive linemen early in this draft, the Vikings were kind of thrown off their game plan, it sounds like, a little bit. So we'll see. We will see what happens there. But we will talk about all that after the break here. Let me get into the chat room, too. So I want to make sure I do get some chat read tonight. Um, Let's see here. Again, Vince Wright, the sports governor, Sports Done Right, the podcast from the Twin Cities. Mo Chi says, I pretty much see every game in this Toronto series going the same way. The only difference is Toronto has a better bench than Indiana. Yeah, that's a good point. But in the end, um, well, I mean, you know, we, we've said it before on this show, Mochis. And I, I think, hold on, I think Mike and Eden Prairie actually talked about this as well. As again, uh, Zach Kyle Corver with a big three. Lead down to six. Kyle Corver uh, is finding his stroke tonight. But I just want Toronto to prove it. I mean, you know, we've talked about how good they are and their players and you know, they, they've been together now, so they they just got to do it on the court. I, you know, I really don't care about hearing anything else about them. Let's see if DeRozan and them can get it done in a big series and if they can get to the finals. 
Clutch Talk Sports Big Kev. <laughs> he is a Cowboys fan. Um, it says, yeah, watch out talking about my Cowboys. Laugh out loud. Um, you know, here on the Sports Done Right show, you know, I am not a Cowboy fan. Um, I, I represent who they are, the the fans. You know, the, you know, no no other team in the league plays in front of 100,000 fans on a weekly you know, uh, basis there. But it's going to be very interesting to see now if Dak can uh, bounce back, you know, from his supposedly, as they call it, sophomore slope season, which I don't think is quite as bad as some people want you to believe. Um, Raiders for Life has joined us in the Spreaker.com chat room. How do you feel about those Raiders? Raiders. Exactly. Exactly. So... Let's do this here. We're going to get into our last break of the evening and come back and get into this NFL draft, Minnesota Vikings. And we can talk about your teams as well. How do you think they did? Um, Are you satisfied with how your teams did? And who is going to be um, on top of the NFL world next year? Mocha Bella says she doesn't trust the Raptors. That's the problem, Mocha, and we've talked about this on my show many a times. You can't trust them because they they fold. They you know they get to the playoffs and they fold. So can they do it now? We'll see. Kesey, I think he's feeling good about the Falcons draft. We'll talk about the Falcons. I think I've got some notes on uh, what the Falcons have done as well. And we will be right oh, God. the joy of having a live podcast people is when you're having issues live on the radio. Let's try this again. All right, folks, we will be right back. So I'm a cat, and I just moved in with this new human, and she's got this little toy she's always playing with all day long. Tap, 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 bloop, bloop. She can't put it down. There it is. Oh, and get this. She even talks to it. Last week, she asked it for Chinese, and guess what? Egg rolls showed up like magic. Humans have cool toys. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. Mandelion. So I'm a That's what we do. Number one, she rock man Delion. Every Saturday we got it going on. Might call your mama up, talk sport. Shout you out in the chat, thank for your support. X squad, act like you know. SME, yo, here we go. Ha ha, yo, here we go. SME, yo, here we go. Sleep, sleep, grind, grind, repeat, repeat. That's what we do. Sleep, sleep, grind, grind, repeat, repeat. Ha. That's what we do. 
You don't usually get a stock tip from a 16-year-old, but I'm here to tell you about a different kind of stock. It's called Better Futures, a stock for social change that's not about making money. Instead, you invest to help students like me go to college. This is beyond a simple donation. It's the opportunity for America to invest in its kids and take an active stake in the future of the country. The return on your investment isn't money. What you get back is knowing you protected our potential. So one day, that potential can grow up to become surgeons and architects, executives and engineers, people who can change the future just by being a part of it. My name is Alicia, and I'm your dividend. Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. A public service announcement brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council.
intuition is telling me there'll be better days I sit in silence and find whenever I meditate My fears alleviate, my tears evaporate My faith don't deviate, ideas don't have a date But see I'm growing and getting stronger with every breath Bringing me closer to heaven's doors with every step As we speak I'm at peace, no longer scared to die Most niggas don't believe in God and so they terrified It's either that or they be fearing they gon' go to hell Asking the Father for forgiveness got them overwhelmed as it be spiteful like them white folks that control the jail See I believe if God is really never judging man Because he knows us all and therefore he would understand The ignorance to make a nigga take his brother life The bitterness and pain that got him beating on his wife Like I know you desperate for a change at the pen glide But the only real change come from inside But the only real change come from inside But the only real change come from The cemeteries are unchanged I see men cry But the only real change come from inside But the only My business ain't got the suit and tie Keep a pistol at all times Niggas want what's mine I can't oblige, dog. I work too hard So reach for it Get referred to God I'm going hard, nigga I know you desperate for a change Let the pen glide But the only real change Come from inside But the only real change Come from inside But the only real change Come from The cemeteries are unchanged I see men cry But the only real change Come from inside But the only real change Come from inside But the only real change Come from Prodigal son, got a new gun, this one don't run out of ammo lately Been working on my handles, can I ball? Become a star and remain myself If I fall, dust it off and regain myself Fuck them all, they don't know all the pain I felt I'm in awe, after all the fame I felt I evolved, I no longer bury demons I'll be a vessel for the truth until I'm barely breathing I'm singing Life is all about the The votes are in and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right. And now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. What's up, everybody? They're taking it home on the last segment. Sports done right. Coming to you from the great state of Minnesota, the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Home of all major sports up here in the upper Midwest. You know, folks, outside of Chicago, 
Minneapolis is what runs the upper Midwest, the, the Twin Cities, this region, this state. And with all due respect to the folks in Milwaukee and to that uh, state that uh, they like to call Wisconsin, I'm just not buying it. I'm just not buying it. Oh, I guess we had a little video feed break in there. I apologize. Um, so with that being said, Minnesota Vikings had their draft and they took, uh, who was it? Mike Hughes out of UCF. Um, a very fast, a very speedy, a very physical defensive back. My now follow me here. My wife's cousin's husband, Mark Myers. What up, Mark? Uh, he works the sidelines for UCF. He uh, does uh, kind of the audiovisual stuff. Make sure you know the headphones are working, the communication system, all that stuff. And I asked him. I said, "Hey, bro, fill me in. What's this guy like?" And and that's what he said to just the guy who loves to hit. I mean, not only. Um, does he like playing uh, defensive back? This guy loves p- putting licks on people extremely fast. So in terms of special teams, this is a guy that uh, may be able to come in and kind of make us a, uh, a real quick impact that way and will definitely um, be someone that the Vikings are looking to have on their team for years to come. So um, he's expected to have a big impact here on kickoff and punt returns. Um and if, interestingly enough, with Cheryl's back there, we um, kind of didn't have um, he didn't have a lot of those breakout runs that we were kind of used to seeing from him as well. So uh, maybe this could be another weapon that can get back there as well. Um, so again, very very uh, interested here. Now he's only five foot ten, um, small dude, but. Again, uh, the way he plays the game, that physicality that he plays with seems to make up for the height and uh, anything that people would say there. So that's kind of what I've seen. You know, I was on ESPN and CBS Sports and all these other websites, you know, reading up on the guy. And I I think the Vikings did good there. Um, Again, he was the 30th pick overall, again, out of University of Central Florida. So Mike Hughes, welcome to the team. Uh, you know, Zimmer likes his uh, defensive back, doesn't he? It's Xavier Rhodes back in 2013, Trey Waynes uh, in 2015. And now he uh, is uh, taking Mike Hughes. So let's hope that uh, he is going to be in the purple for a long time to come, Vikings fans. Uh, who else did our purple guys take? Yeah, Brian O'Neill, the offensive tackle with the 62nd pick. Um, there's, Like I said, there's a run on offensive linemen that went into the second round as well. So the Vikings uh, take this big kid here um, with Kirk Cousins in mind, obviously, because you got to protect uh, him. A lot, a lot of money wrapped up in your quarterback. So... 
I think he's got time to kind of come in here and learn from people. Um, six foot seven, two hundred ninety-seven pounds. Probably he's going to need to get a little bit bigger. Deal with uh, NFL defensive linemen. But, um, you know, again, these are all guys you just got to wait and see. I'm not the one that sits and has all these breakdowns. I'm not a Mel Kuyper or or, uh, anybody like that. I I hope he works out. We will see. Um, You got to like six foot seven right at 300 pounds right now. Um, You know, put another 40 pounds of muscle on that kid. Uh, He might be a force to be reckoned with as well. Uh, Vikings in round four, they took Jalen Holmes, the defensive end out of Ohio State. Um, You know, Spielman had talked about uh, priority on defenses, uh, getting uh, more people on the defensive line, getting some depth on that defensive line. So that's where Jalen Holmes comes in and fits. Um, uh, He is, uh, he's going to, as they say here, and this is from ESPN, this is a guy that's going to be looking for uh, playing time and uh, sub packages. Minnesota has a host of young talent. It's hoping will take a bigger role this season between Jalen Johnson, Tashawn Bauer, Stephen Weatherly, Dylan Bradley, and um, so th- we'll see where he fits in. Time under Richardson will help Holmes increase his uh, explosiveness, and he'll learn how to provide the push needed to pressure the quarterback from the interior. Fifth round Vikings took Tyler Conklin, the tight end out of Central Michigan. Um, described as a true tight end, eighty-three receptions for just over eleven hundred yards and eleven touchdowns um, in his career. There, uh, round five, the Vikings take a kicker from Auburn, Daniel Carlson. He converted all 141 extra point attempts. He made 156 of 222 kickoffs for touchbacks down there um, in Bama. And Vikings fans, Colby Gossett. Now, this offensive guard out of Appalachian State, he was taken in round six. Um this guy has some potential. Six foot six, three hundred ten pounds, or excuse me, three hundred and ten pounds. Um, this is a guy that has gotten a lot of good write ups here, and if he can come in here and start pushing some of these guys, it's going to be very interesting because, uh, as it's you know, figuring out how to take care of Kirk Cousins. Is going to be the the big issue in training camp this year. I think that goes without saying. We've heard that on a lot of shows here locally. A lot of press already talking about it. So if you can get a kid, a young guy, big big kid here from uh, Appalachian State coming in, we're going to see. Supposedly now from the notes I uh, took from uh, ESPN, CBS, and a couple other sites, uh, he's a very physical player. Uh, 21 pancakes in his career. Um, What else did they say here? His power and aggressive edge is an important asset, but the guard also prides himself on being a technician, having allowed no sacks and committing only three penalties um, last year um, in uh, the 2017 season. So um, we'll see, man. Maybe this is a kid that we're definitely going to keep an eye on here. Has the potential. 
We need somebody to step up here. So we'll see if the sixth round pick Kobe Gossett is something that um, or someone that will definitely surprise us here. Um, just wrapping up, also in round six, Vikings took defensive end. Um, and I hope I'm pronouncing the name right. Aid, A-D-E, Aid, Aruna. He's a defensive end out of Tulane. Uh, six foot five, 262 pounds. Uh, very athletic. He ran a 4'6", 40. Uh, he is, uh, had 11 sacks at Tulane over the past three years. Impressed scouts with great performance at the Combine. So, um, he is from Nigeria. He didn't start playing football until his senior year of high school. Um, learned the game fairly quickly, and uh, here he is, actually, a six-round draft pick all of a sudden by the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, he wants to be uh, from ESPN. They say he wants to be a 4-3 defensive end who gets the rush from the edge and pressure the quarterback. Round seven, Devontae Downs, another um, linebacker here out of California. Um, good pass rushing skills. Eight sacks last year for the uh, Golden Bears. Um, look for him on special teams. And that's what we got with the Vikings here. Uh, let's take a look very quickly before we call the show and uh, end the show here tonight. From Sports Illustrated, um, they had graded some teams here, so I'll just kind of throw out some information. Obviously, I'm not going to go through all the teams here, but um, I'll take a look here just because I was very interested to see um, the Rams coming off a very successful season. The Rams got a C+. Mocabella's Miami Dolphins. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, a um, real good player there. They got a B grade off of Sports Illustrated for their draft. What did they give our Minnesota Vikings here? Uh, probably a C, C plus. Let's take a look. I actually gave them a B. See, it's not so bad, Vikings fans. A lot of Vikings fans, uh, I don't want to say they were down on the draft, but, you know, obviously just it was just kind of a ho-hum draft. You know, no, no, no real fireworks for us here. Um, the Patriots. See what they gave them. An A plus. Very interesting. See what a uh, cornerback Duke Dawson can do for them out there. New Orleans Saints. Our friend Thority Switch um, has left us in the chat room, but they got a B plus. Jersey Vern's New York Giants. Um, Saquon Barkley, they took at number two. They also took uh, University of Texas El Paso guard Will Hernandez. Um, look for Barkley to, to really come out the bat. They gave him an A, so there you go. And let me just check here, too, as a lot of our folks are down in Falcon country. So let me very quickly before we end the show, the Atlanta Falcons. Um Calvin Ridley was the wide receiver they took. Also took cornerback Isaiah Oliver um, from Colorado, the number 58 pick. Defensive tackle Deidre Sanat, number 90. So they got dun, 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 a B. There you go. Yeah, Giants got an A, Mocha. Giants got an A, and now, of course, the Patriots, you figure we get an A. It seems like they can't do anything wrong. Um, just check some in-division rivalries here. Let's start with the Chicago Bears. Um, 
At number eight, they took Georgia linebacker Raquan Smith. Also took the center out of Iowa, James Daniels. Um, real good player, by the way, James Daniels. Got an A. Let's take a look very quickly at Detroit. Again, this is Sports Done Right, and we are wrapping up the show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. Um, the Green Bay Packers, while I'm here, Green Bay. Got an A. Uh, Louisville cornerback Jar Alexander is their top pick at number 18. They also took Iowa cornerback Josh Jackson, who is a very good player as well. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting here. Again, the Chicago Bears, and we're going to get on out of here. Detroit. Detroit. Detroit got a B. Um, Frank Ragnow was the Arkansas center off slash offensive guard that they took at number 20. Oh, if we can get there, Jesus. Oh, well, who cares? It's the Bears. All right, folks, we're going to get on out of here. Tasty Talk Tuesday coming to you next. Uh, thank you for listening. Again, we were uh, off for a couple weeks. Again, just had some stuff come up in life, so we are... Uh, happy to be back look for us to be back next tuesday if not we'll let you know via twitter and facebook sports done right follow me sports done right on facebook w-r-i-g-h-t uh spreaker.com sports done right follow us here um also on twitter at the big smooth one Thank you, Miss Mocha Bella. A great show, Vince. She says, thank you so much. Um, Tasty Talk Tuesday on Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com. Make sure the kids are put to bed. A nice relationship show. They've already gotten started. So I am going to peep on out of here. Keep it tuned. Sports done right every Tuesday night. Thank you from um, all of us here at the Executive Mansion. Uh, Finally got some great weather in Minnesota. So, folks, get on out, get the golf going, exercise, enjoy this beautiful weather, and we will be back talking sports next week. You guys take care. We love you. Peace. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right.